Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church. Now, Ephesians, um, if you've been with us for, for, you've been visiting much, you know, um, Ephesians, it's a book in the New Testament, now, the entire Bible that was written by man, but authored by God, because man wrote it down as the Holy Spirit inspired them to write. So we've been going through verse by verse, seeing what it is. And the book of Ephesians is extra special because, um, not just because it's in the Bible, but we're looking at it and taking our time going through it like we are, because Ephesians was written to the church in Ephesus, written really explaining what it means and what we're going to need to know to live as Christians. This is like one of the early churches, and they're like, look, this is what it means. So as, as believers, as we read this, it's meant to reorientate us and to be like, okay, this is how we're supposed to live. This is what it means to be a Christ follower. This would be like an orientation where you show up someplace for the first day of work and you have no idea what's going on and you might go through an orientation. Well, this is like kind of that grounding, that compass. This is what it's supposed to be. So we're looking through here and we're going to start, if you have your Bibles, Ephesians chapter 4, go ahead and open them up. And we're going to start with verse 21. And as I said last week, I am so excited about this week. I think this week is my favorite so far. Absolutely. Because again, it is so it's, it's so good. And here's where we're going to start. Ephesians 4, verse 21. Okay, are you ready? Okay, every, if you're ready, say, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, sounds like you're ready. Okay, verse 21. Since you've heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on a new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. He says, put on a new nature. Everybody say new. new. Okay. It's going to be different. He says, put on a new nature. And what we read in verse 23, if you have your Bible out, underline this. He says, instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts. Underline that. Renew your thoughts. Babe, would you throw me that water right there by you, if you would? Uh -huh. Thank you. I probably could have caught it like this. That was a good throw. He says this. Renew your thoughts. And here's what it is that we do. When we become new and we become Christians, the thing that we do not do, unfortunately, when we get saved, is instantly we're made new on the inside. But you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. So the real you is made new, but you have to renew your mind because your mind is still the same. If, if you were bald when you got saved, you're probably still bald, right? It, it, it doesn't change. You're like, I was short. I'm still short. I was tall. I'm still tall. You're like, oh my goodness, I had BO. I still have BO. It, it, it's just how it, that doesn't change. What's made new is you. And again, you are a spirit. So we, you're made new, but your mind needs to be renewed. And he's like, look, Renew your mind. Instead, we're going to renew our thoughts. And here's basically what it is. It's learning God's way of doing things. Isaiah 55, 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. He's like, look, we got to do it this way. 
there is a right and there's a wrong way. And I kind of talked about this in one of the services last week. I'm like, it, it's a lot like your car. It's a lot like your car. You could drive your car and not change the oil. You could. You could do that. You could open up the manual. You could look in there and you could see it recommends every 3,000 miles. But you could look at that and be like, I'm not going to. Like, I, I just am going to choose not to because I don't think this is a good idea. I think it's narrow-minded to think that it could only go 3,000 miles. I think it could go six. So I tell you what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to ignore that. And the cost of ignoring that wouldn't be much at first. Anybody ever gone like 3,200 miles before, like in between changing their oils? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay for a bit. But here's the deal. That owner's manual is designed to tell you how to get the most out of your vehicle and how to make it last as long as it can. There's an intent behind it. But if you look at that intent and you just assume, well, this, this is just ridiculous. They just want me to do work. Like, this is, this, is, this is silly. This is very silly. I shouldn't have to do this. And why does it want oil? Like, I don't want to put oil in it. What if I want to put sour milk in it? Because I feel that would work better. Like, that's what I want to do. I mean, you could. You could do that. But the further away you get from the manufacturer's intention and design, the faster you're going to reap the consequences of your actions, and that car's going to go, Kum! it's just going to stop. It's, it's going to happen. Oil is very necessary. Last week, I, I pulled into my driveway after, after church, um, get home, and I pull into my driveway. And as I pull in my driveway, I see, I got an asphalt driveway, and I see some little, like, a little like lime. And I'm like, what is that? That wasn't there before. And it's just kind of this, uh, this dark, wet-looking lime. And as I drive up the driveway towards the house, it just gets more, like, like bigger. I'm like, what in the world? And so I drive a little bit farther. I get all the way up to the house. I'm like, some delivery guy came here and is leaking some oil bad. I'm like, I do not know how I didn't even see him broken down somewhere. That's ridiculous. And then I look over and I see that the oil goes right over to my garage door and under it. Then <laughs> I'm like, oh no, oh no. So I run in the garage and there's a puddle of oil in there too. And that's Rebecca parks her car. So I get in the house and I call Becca. I'm like, hey, where are you? She goes, I'm at off a gas. I go, stay there. She goes, what? And I go, I just said it. No, I didn't do that. I didn't argue. I was like, um, your car does not have oil, do not go anywhere. And she's inside, she goes, oh yeah, I'm looking out, I see tons of oil underneath my car. I knew you need to stay there, why? Because without oil, that engine goes boom. I may have had that happen once before where, I mean, it was a used car, so I just, I just want you, it was used and the oil pump went out and I happened to be on 196 and I'm just cruising down the road, hauling a trailer, headed to a job and all of a sudden I'm just cruising and the temperature goes whoop and I look and a light comes on. I'm like, that's not good. And then I hear boom and I'm like, whoa, that's really bad. And I put it in neutral, slide over to the side of the road, slide, drive over to the side of the road, just kind of smoothly get over. I'm like, well, that's really bad. I wonder what just happened. I should probably try to start my engine. And I go to start it, and it just goes, boom, that's it. And that car stopped right then. It was, just, it was done. It was just done. And I'm like, yay, this changes my day. You know what I mean? But oil is necessary. But if you look at it, why am I talking all about this oil stuff? Because... God designed you and me. God designed you and me. John 10.10 10 says the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. 
but my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So God's purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life. And if I believe that, then I want to go to his word, find out what his word says so that I can have the rich, satisfying life that he intended me to have. Just like when I buy a car, when I get a car, I look, okay, what needs to happen? There's a manual written to help you get the most out of that vehicle. You don't just randomly decide tire pressure. You're going to, like, mm, I just don't think it should be that. I, I like my tires extra firm, you know what I mean? So I'm just going to go, instead of the recommended 45 PSI cold, I'm just going to do 180 because my air compressor will do it. This will be so much better. No, it's a bad idea. You're going to hit a bump and boo, it's going to be hilarious to watch somewhere. I don't know where, where you're not going to hit me. But there's going to be an issue. And here's what we have. God's word, his purpose for you and I says, I came to give you life and life to the fullest. And as we renew our mind, we must understand in order to renew our mind, we have to believe that what God has and wants for us is the best. It's the best. And it's just as silly to look at that manual of your vehicle and be like, well, I don't want to change the oil, so I don't feel like it. Well, yeah, you, you might not today, but you're going to regret it later. And so God's word is where we go, where we look. And we say, okay, I want to know what God's word has to say. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. There's a different way that we're meant to live. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Again, your spirit is made new, but your mind is renewed. Do you ever... You ever, like, have some things that you know that you don't know how you know? Maybe this is just me. So, I have no idea where I learned some silt fence stuff, like the stuff that, this, this, the silt fence that goes around construction sites and, like, it's supposed to go in and how deep it's supposed to go and what you're supposed to put by running water and stagnant water and water that might get into a creek. I don't know where I learned that. I'm not really sure. I, I, I just don't know. Some of the things we just kind of, we just, we just pick it up. We're like, well, I, I, just, I just know that. How do you know? I don't know. I just, I just know. Some of the stuff we, we, some of the stuff we know because we're just, we kind of pick it up from our parents. If you've ever been in an argument, you're married and, and your spouse is like, well, that's just like your parents. And you're like, oh, I didn't know I copied them in that. And it's just like, well, you do. And you're like, I don't think I do. Let's talk about your parents. And, and then it gets real fun. Just so you know, that's how you have fun in, in, in marriage. <laughs> There's things that we just kind of pick, that we, we just pick them up. Sometimes we don't know exactly where we, where we got it from. Sometimes, I'm sure you've heard the saying that more is caught than taught. That just some, we're, we're around some people and so we just kind of, we, we just kind of pick up their, their language. Have you ever done that where you get around to people and you begin to pick up their language? Um, I, I had that one time. I was in a restaurant and I was going to order. And I began to think about what I was going to order. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm reading and I'm like, okay, so what I think I want is, and I, and I looked at the lady and I said, and I just thought to myself, could, and, and I thought, could the, and I was in Bible college. And they taught everything out of King James. It was these, thous, and thus, and thems. And I thought in King James. And I'm like, oh, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. I didn't say it in King James, but I was literally thinking that way. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm way more 
easily influenced than I thought. Like, how in the world is this? Like, like, what is this? We're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, changing the way that we think. Because we have thought patterns that do not line up with the Word of God. And many of them, we don't know where they came from. But so what we do is we go to God's Word, we look at it, and we have to change the way that we think if we want to change our lives. doesn't matter if it's a big decision or a small decision. God's Word is meant to guide us in all that we do. 1 Peter 2.2 says it like this, As newborn babes desire pure milk of the Word, that you may grow thereby. We have to change our thinking based on God's Word. Many years ago, we were... There. Does anybody, anybody, anybody understand that one? Okay, then it wasn't a tongue. Let's just keep going. Okay, so years ago, when Beck and I were dating, uh, we were driving in the car, and, and I, I was thinking marriage. Like, I, I met this girl, and you are awesome. I was like, she's really, she's really cute. We'd gone hot tubbing. I was like, you're really nice. I saw her at church, and she was just, she was just working. I was working with the teenagers, and she just jumped in, and she's making. I'm like, oh my goodness, and 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 so we're, so I'm like, she's godly, and and we're we're talking, and, and I'm driving down driving down the road, and we're just talking, and so I'm like, well, okay, so if I want to marry her, like we're gonna be doing everything together. I'm like, I, she needs to know. So I was like, hey. Um, one of the things you should probably know about me is I tithe, like the first 10%, like that goes to the church, but then I like to give as well because, because I like to give. I believe it's just a great thing to do, and, and, and I, I like to be generous, and she's like, oh, that sounds good, and, and I, I like to give, and I like to be generous, and I was like, okay, so here's some missionaries that we support, or I support, and, and I'm kind of talking to her about this, and she's like, you know, taking care of the poor is really good, and that's great. And I don't remember all of the, the exact conversation, but then all of a sudden, she started talking about, about giving to the needy, and, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, my, my heart was more for missions and, and than, than the needy. I was like, okay, and I, I do like supporting people in need. And I was like, now, what do you think, you know, the Bible says, if a man does not work, he shall not eat. I go, what do you think of that? And I remember she's, she's just sitting there, and she goes, well, that sounds really harsh. And when she said that, like, my heart just dropped. Because I was like, deal breaker. <laughs> um, that's what God's word says. And if that's what God's word says, this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, then that's right. And she just think, she just said that God's word is, and then she, I just, I was thinking that. I didn't say anything. And she's sitting over there and she goes, but if that's what God's word says, then that's what's best. And I was like, yeah, come on. I'm like, if this girl will have an opinion and have something that she feels, but yet when, it, when we go to God's word and God's, it, it contradicts God's words and she chooses God's word over what she feels, I'm like, we can go through anything together. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So I just went from, oh, to, oh, like so fast. I was so excited. But that is what is meant to happen to every single one of us. What we do and the way that we renew our mind is we spend time in God's word. He said it's the sincere milk of the word that is meant to inform us on the way that we think, on the way that we make decisions. 
what do I think about abortion? Well, I can tell you what I think about abortion because I know what God's Word says. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. God talks. He's like, before you were born, I already set you apart. That language tells me that I'm going to care for the unborn. Psalms 139.13, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. My opinion on abortion comes from God's word. And I believe that God's like, look, it is, you are a person in your mother's womb. There's, there's forgiveness, and I don't want to condemn anybody. There's forgiveness in God, in Christ, and for absolutely everything. But my opinion about it comes from God's word, not my feeling. Not my feeling. Uh, when it comes to, I mean, absolutely everything, we are meant to renew our minds by knowing what God's word has to say about the subject. When I was a kid, I remember talking to my dad about, he was just kind of teaching us about, about money and giving and the poor. And I'm like, well, how does this work? And he's like, well, let's look at what the Bible has to say. And I'm like, all right, what, what do we got? And he's like, well, let's go to Leviticus 23. And I remember thinking, what in the world are we doing in Leviticus? And here's what it says, Leviticus 23, 22. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field. When you reap, nor shall you gather any gleanings from your harvest. Gleanings would be the things that fall down. Uh, if it falls while you're gathering, he says, don't reach down and pick it back up. He says, you shall leave them for the poor and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. And he goes, what do, you, what do you see in that? And I'm like, a farmer? <laughs> I see a farmer in that. And he goes, this was God's welfare system. The nation of Israel was meant to be an example to the world of how a nation should run with godly principles. He's like, so even today we look back at what God instituted and how he structured the nation of Israel and we draw wisdom from that. There may not be a specific scripture that deals with the very exact thing. I mean, the Bible says, thou shalt not kill. So we know you should not kill. Okay? Uh, thou shalt not murder is actually what it is. And there's a difference between killing and murdering. He says, but then there's principles. And what do we find here? The principles that we find here, he's like, look, let me show you. He says, number one, the way that they would take care of the poor is it said, leave it for the poor. He says, they dignified the poor by allowing them to come and have an avenue to work for something. Because the Bible says, if you do not work, you do not eat. But there was an avenue for them to do that. He says, the next thing is, look what it doesn't say. He says, what it does not say is, do not go over your field a second time for yourself. Instead, go over your field for a second time and then get the corners and then gather it all up and then go find somebody who's sitting in their house doing absolutely nothing who's needy and then give it to them. He's like, it doesn't say that. It doesn't even say set it off to the side. It says, let them come and let them work for it. He's like, God's design is that the needy would indeed have their needs met, but that those that are able to work would work. And I was like, oh. See, God's word is, to meant, is meant to inform every one of our decisions. 
We renew our mind. Again, your spirit is made new, but our minds need to be renewed. There's a pattern that this world follows that we don't want to just aimlessly follow. The pattern of this world is just get in debt as deep and as fast as you can and chase after things and, and see what happens. And God's like, no, that's, that's not my plan for you. That's not my plan for you at all. 1 Timothy 6.6, 6, yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. He's like, joy isn't going to be found in just stuff. God has a plan and a purpose for each one of our lives. You were made new. Each of us are made new when we come to Christ. Again, because you are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in, our bo- in a body, but your mind is renewed. It says, let the spirit renew your mind. How do we do that? How do we renew our mind? It's when we spend time in God's word. When people ask questions and we're like, well, hold on a second. What does God's word have to say about the subject? What is the plan and the purpose? Where am I going? Why do I feel this is important? Why do I vote this way? Why do I raise my kids this way? Why do I shop this way? Why do I devote so much of my time? Why? Because this is what God's word says. There's so much we can find in there. If I had time, I could go over every bit of it, my life goals, what I believe on guns, living boyfriends, adultery, uh, finances, debt, every bit of it is in here. And so we seek after God and we renew our mind. God says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end leads to death. And that's the tricky part because it seems right. Because the person that skips that oil change the first time, it it looks like they get a little further ahead than us. Because I had to stop and I had to take care of it and I had to pull in and I had to pay to get this done and they, they got to keep going and they saved that money. And right away, pretty much nothing happens. Nothing happens that we can see. But it's that little change that begins to just, that, it, that engine wears a little bit faster. And that dirty oil gets dirtier and dirtier. And the contaminants that would have been gone, they stay. And so then it begins to compound. There's a way that seems right, but in the end, it leads to death. God's plan and purpose for your life. He says, I know the plans I have for you is Jeremiah 29, 11. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. We renew our mind. You're made new. But we choose to renew our minds by dwelling on God's word, by studying his word, and allowing his spirit to lead us when we're like, I just don't know about that. That we go to God's word and we dig and we find it. And we're like, wait a second, I don't know. And we, we get together with our small group and we're like, hey, I'm wondering about this. What, do you, what, do you, what is God's, what do you guys think? Is, is there some biblical wisdom that I don't know? And we ask questions. That's one of the reasons why I love getting around people that are further and farther and older than me. They're like, yeah, actually, this is what I would do, and this is why I would do that, and here's, here's how the Bible lays that out. Here's the structure. God has a plan and purpose for your life. We renew our minds, and that takes you. And it's not something that's going to happen instantly. It's you. you Give yourself a hand if you want, because it's you being here. 
It's you joining that small group. It's you getting around some people that are already not following the pattern of this world that you're like, why do you do that? That's different. You see the outcome of their way of life, and you're like, okay, what's going on here? How did you get that? Because everybody else I see is doing this. It's spending that time in your word. It's taking that moment to just stop and pray and being like, God, this is a big decision. Everything in me says this is the right thing to do. But God, you know more than I know. Give me peace. Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right time to do this? What do you know that I don't know? And we renew our minds, changing the way that we think. Because God's plan for you is good. It's so good. But it's changing the way we think. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? If you're here this morning, and, and you just look and you say, you know, I know I need God. I need to surrender to him this morning. I need to surrender to his way of thinking. I've been doing it my own way and I'm beginning to pay the price. It seemed right, but I know I'm wrong. But today, I want to honor him. If that's you, the Bible says that you are a prayer away from being made right with God. Here's what I want. I want everybody to repeat after me, and we're just going to pray. Everybody out loud, repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me and make me new. From now on, I'm yours. I surrender my ways for your ways. You know more, and I choose to trust you. I believe that you died, that you rose again, and today, I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church.